This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi and welcome to episode 522. Ho, ho, holy shit, it's silly Christmas. <laughs> of Shudders Inc. That there is Mr. Glenn Lavender from creativephotoworkshops.com. And who are you? And I am Bruce Williams from ShuddersIncPodcast.com. We've got it all back to sure front are. today. Uh, and this will be the final episode for 2021, the year that cannot end soon enough. Uh, I have not seen the terms and conditions for 2022 yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, until I see those, I'm not going to allow 2021 to pass because oh, it man. could be worse. Because everyone said that it, exactly. 12 months ago, yeah. I remember us all saying the same. <laughs> yeah. Thank God 2020 is over. Yeah. So, my friends, yeah. as much as, no, until I see, until I want it in writing, what I should expect. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Whether you're going to get that, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> how's your last two weeks been? Oh, uneventful. Okay. Oh, no, I've been pulling my hair out, trying to, do, working on a Word document brochure for my India tour, and I've got this blank page I just cannot delete. I'm using a <laughs> template. I just get, and everything I do just does not. I cannot get rid of the damn thing. Right. So, um, yeah. So your I've, your that's... secret tool right there is a thing called hidden characters. It looks like hidden a back characters? to front P. Yeah. It, there's an icon on the toolbar that looks like a back to front P. And that is. So, the... what you, so let me just clarify this here first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. What you're saying to me is two weeks ago, I should have asked you. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> anyway yeah i'm older grayer <laughs> wrinklier and a little bit balder yeah and you could have just said glenn i know the answer <laughs> if you'd you asked didn't. the question i would have In had some, the no 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 <laughs> yeah yeah the whole this whole world's about me you should have known <laughs> Of course. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, of my, one of my customers from my last India tour posted a thing on Facebook today, and, and she a quote from a book she was re- rereading, and she goes, what's, that, what hap- what's happened to all the, the wonderful, humble people in the world like this guy, you know, the, 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 like this? And she puts this beautiful passage of this guy you know, being particularly humble. So I straight away, of course, responded, well, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> you know? I'm the humblest person I know. <laughs> You should see the other twats I know. Terrible <laughs> stuff. Um, no, so two weeks I've got a new Wi-Fi mesh system set up. Okay. Now here's 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 really freaky. It worked first time. Wow. And what does it do? Well, it, it, my Wi-Fi has just been crappy all around the house, as you've known from previous episodes. Yeah. And so it, it's basically going to be better Wi-Fi all around the house. So it's, it's three devices that all interlink with each other to give better signal across the entire place. Oh, okay. So areas in my house that have gone from like you know, 18, 19 megabits download are now 51. Nice. So that's that's bloody awesome, you know? Yeah. But, Bruce, I opened the box. I downloaded the app. Hmm. I plugged the first one into the, into the router, followed the instructions, repeated for number two, repeated for number three, pressed end, worked <laughs> first it was technology that worked yeah and it wasn't even an apple device see the, the the critical part of that entire chain of events was the fact that you followed the instructions <laughs> well 
Thing that's is, where you go it wrong in that. The, the only times. instruction was was download and open the app. I mean, even I can follow those mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't too complex, and um, you know, within just uh, the the merest of a few minutes, bang. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I've had a bit of disappointment the last two weeks, though. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I've um, I want an eighty-six inch TV, and my wife won't let me have one. Why do you want one that big? A male. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And why won't she let you have one? Because we don't need it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. What kind of arguments that? Are the other objections cost and space? Nope. Well, cost always, but space, no. Yeah, but the problem is, you know, my lounge room's moderately reasonable sized. Right. And my pathetic, puny, tiny, itsy bitsy wee sixty five inch yeah. looks okay sized. <laughs> right. You know, it only looks okay sized, Bruce. It's, it's only okay. And look it's it's gotta be no Nine years old, right? Maybe, maybe even t- I don't know. It's aged. You had a sixty-five-inch TV nine years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to know how much you paid for that back then. No, it was, it was sub three thousand. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Right. Ten eighty p. I mean, that's just how old it is. Ten eighty p was good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Now, now, yeah, eight k is like yeah. a minimum, uh, even though there's no content. No, you know? that's right. If you're not buying a 16K TV, you know, you're just, you're fooling yourself. <laughs> you're dragging the chain. <laughs> well, problem is there's, there's no 16K uh, TV, so I just, I, I thought I'd order two eights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no. no but yeah, but yeah, once again, yeah, it's it's, it's this, this lust and desire. I want, I want the, the more cinematic experience. Right. But apparently it's a, it's a no because we don't need it. <laughs> right. Everything else, because the two big 65-inch TVs we've already got are fine and they work still. <laughs> two of them, not one, two. <laughs> we've got two rooms of TVs in it. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Yeah, I could put the other 65 in the bedroom, so you put the 86. <laughs> so that's so that's been a bit of a disappointing build-up to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta say, yeah. And there's some good sales on. What you want to do is sell her on the idea that we're going to hang one of those 65-inch TVs above the bed, parallel with the ceiling. So you can just lie in bed and look up yeah. at the ceiling. <laughs> Might need a bigger, t- bigger TV for that. Yeah. Mind you, you don't want one of those falling, yeah, 57 no, kilos. No, that's right. Sort of falling down in the middle of the night. <laughs> The um, yeah, and there were some huge sales on during the week as well. Yeah, there was one yep. that was eight hundred dollars not cheaper than anywhere else in Australia. Right. So I watched a video on how to make your existing TV look better. <laughs> right. And I changed some settings, and it does look much. It does not look any bigger. That's the strange thing, there, Bruce. Doesn't matter how much I changed the settings, did not look any bigger. Right. Try put the chair closer to it. Yeah, it just didn't <laughs> feel right. Okay. Uh, so uh, so I think we should start a poll. Yeah. Uh, should Glenn get a new TV? And I'll use that as my next next level of argument to uh, the to my missus. So the hard thing is, Bruce, yeah, for the last 18 months, she's the only one earning money. Yeah. So it's not like I'm buying it with my money, I'm buying it with hers. I think <laughs> that could be. <laughs> and by hers, that means the family. Yep. Uh, anyway. So that's been, and we're getting our backyard. Well, we're trying to get our backyard done, so that's costing a fair bit of money. Right. What are you and, doing? Uh, 
Oh, ripping the whole thing out and restarting. Right. Yeah, big Cause, deck. Because yeah. that's when you what you do when your income has halved. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, rip the rip, rip the whole thing out, rebuild the whole thing from scratch. Yeah. Just after buying a new car. <laughs> How is the new car? Oh, the car's excellent. It really is. It. Excellent. It's perfectly fine. You know, it's, it's everything everything I wanted. It drives forward and sometimes reverse. Excellent. Most importantly, the sound system's excellent. Oh, that's the main thing. Yeah, that is the yeah, main is, thing. That is the, uh, yeah. I mean, I sit there, I'm constantly surprised by stuff I hear in songs that I've never heard on any other stereo I've ever had. Right. You know, mostly the kids screaming from the back seats, turn it down, turn it down, your music's crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, it's amazing. The, the fidelity is like a you know, nine speaker in such a small environment. Yeah. You know, with a big subwoofer and stuff, it, it's, its fidelity is quite uh, high. Nice. That's, that's why they call it high fidelity, Bruce. Yes. Or shortened to hi-fi. That's right. <laughs> Excellent. So, how's your two weeks been? You, 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 you've been... Have you, have you done a dark table? I have not. You've got to do a Christmas episode. I do, because there's a new version of dark table coming out in no, two don't weeks. Don't do it on that. I, I really need to get my finger out and get up to speed with what's changing. Don't do it on that. Do it on... Well, remember, if you do it on the new one, do it over three parts so you get money from three episodes. Yeah. Uh, but do a Christmas... Edit, edit, just go and get a, a, a photo, like a normal of your boring panos, yeah. right? And christmas safari it. <laughs> yeah, get falling snow, build some snow on the grid. Yeah, Christmas, add a christmas safari your photos. Right. You, I'm telling you, there's a big market for it. Right. You'll find that you'll, you'll you'll get a lot of views. Right. Excellent. That's, you should do that. You should get a whole. You should theme. Yeah. You know, I don't know what dark table does, but you could. Can you can you do stuff? Can you layers? It's, it's like, like, like no. It's like Lightroom. No. So you can't put snow on. No. <laughs> you can uh, probably okay, so fake dark it. Room, light room. One snowflake at a time. <laughs> Photoshop. Why didn't they come out with a, a, a Photoshop, like a dark photo, dark shop or something? Because <laughs> that's you know, not what they're trying what to kind, do. What kind of name could they have for Photoshop, <laughs> but not saying the word photo? Because, yeah, image. What's the what's opposite of a shop? Because <laughs> you know, light, dark. Market. <laughs> yeah, we go. Image market. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I oh, did... I've got some good news as well today, just once I think of it. Yeah. I got an email from Redbubble today. Yeah. They're saying, uh, congratulations, we're about to send your annual check. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've earned up to $2 this year, <laughs> <it> said. <laughs> Excellent. And that might be just enough to buy my wife a Christmas card. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> if I get, like, the 10-pack from the $2 shop, you know. Yeah. Well, up to up to, it doesn't it doesn't tell me how much I've earned, but it's up to two dollars. Yep, it's just for people maybe listening overseas who don't know our currency. Let's say America, for example. Let's say our, 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 the lovely Cass Tippett. She she might not know our um, our currency. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Two dollars. It's not a lot. No, <laughs> no. It sounds good. Wow, you've earned up to. Yeah, and not include including tax, but yeah, so. Yeah, it's not going to be a big Christmas. It's not going to buy me much of a TV. It's certainly not going to buy much of Christmas presents for the kids. No. No. But we've been shopping for a long, long time for Christmas. Have yourself, because Christmas with uh, shipping and everything this year is going to be an absolute nightmare. 
Yep. So, yeah, it took me, yep. that's, I'm not sure I said last time, it took me three and a half weeks to get a parcel from Sydney. Wow. Yeah, to, go a th- to go a thousand kilometres. Yep. Yeah, it is just diabolical at the moment, so. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I did go out and do a shoot. What? Yes. Thanks, uh, Bruce. Yeah. You, you're bringing the tone of the podcast down. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you, you had some involvement in photography. Yes. Yeah, that's just not our thing. Yeah. There you go. go. What, did you, what did you shoot? A, a girl that I work with at, at Coles. Um, I asked her if she was interested in going out and doing a shoot. She said yes. Oh, mate, workplace harassment. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, dude. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just so happened we had a bunch of rain. And so I said to her, I said, look, are you up for a bushwalk? I said, there's a a good waterfall. No, there's this great waterfall up at Carryong, and it's not Summersby Falls because everyone shoots Summersby Falls. Uh, and I said, this, you know, this waterfall is like two and a half kilometre walk to get to it and then two and a half k walk back. And I said, you know, n- no one goes there because it's, you know, so two out of the way. Two and a half kilometres each way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she was up for the walk and the shoot, so we went and did that. What so, kind of shoot was it? Just, uh, just general modelling, but I just felt like such a noob. I hadn't shot for so long particularly, oh. you know, something like that. Uh, and on top of that, I was just struggling with dappled light the whole afternoon. Ah, I just yeah. couldn't get away from it. I ended up with about four images out of the whole shoot that I was moderately happy with. <laughs> so, Damn. Yep. That's tough. Because sometimes, look, your yeah, best intentions, you get out there, it just it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you just your mojo is just not there, nothing... You're getting shots, and they're kind of okay, but there's nothing there that you go, oh, I like that, you know? Yeah. Happens yeah. to us all. Yep. Yeah. And it was probably the last, you know, dozen frames that I shot that were probably the best of the lot, and that was because I actually, you know, finally managed to get her into some shade where there wasn't dappled light on her. Um, but, yeah, it was just a struggle the whole afternoon, so... But anyway, but 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 like I said, you know, it's the first shoot I've done in well over twelve months, so I was kind of expecting that I'd be a little bit rusty. Yeah, but I think yeah, it was just the light working against me more than anything else. But um, yeah, but anyway, it was good to get out and shoot. I'm gonna gonna see if she'd be up for having a, another crack at it sometime. Like not not the same location, just go and shoot no. somewhere else where the light is more controllable or predictable, you know. Or time of day. Yeah, that too. Yep. Yeah. So anyway. But good on you for getting out there though, dude. Yeah, well I I just really felt like, you know, I hadn't picked up the camera in earnest since Kath and I went on our road trip in August of last year. Oh, good on you. There's more, more than I, I, I've, I've been mulling over taking a camera out. Right, but but not actually getting to the point of doing it. No. Right. No, but I have mulled. Yeah, <laughs> not just mulled wine, which of course is a popular thing this time of year. It is. I had some the other yeah. other day. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, we had a little street Christmas party on Sunday, and uh, oh, you do that every year, don't you? Yeah, we do. And uh, someone brought some, and it was fantastic really nice. nice yeah yeah other than that it's just been business as usual driving the truck delivering the groceries doing the thing nice. yeah yeah not really much else to report 
So. Well, it's been nice talking to you. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Have a good Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So, should we talk uh, some photo stuff? No, should we? Uh, I've got a couple of things here from Paul. I, I could have said before we go into his. I, I just I was having a quick glance, yeah. a wee glance, a wee look uh, at my mate Roger Sakala's post uh, on from Lens Rentals, yeah. revealing the most rented new products of 2021. Right. And interestingly enough, yeah. almost all the well, the, yeah, the one, two, three, four, five, five of the top six are all cinema cameras. Right. So things like Black Magic and that sort of thing. Black Magic's Canon EOS C seventy cinema cameras, uh, uh, Sony FX three cinema camera, Sony wow. FX six cinema camera, Black Magic, Red Digital. The only one that fitted in uh, the only camera, you know, yeah, still camera that we were doing was the Sony A one. Wow, uh, fitting there, and uh, which is like wow, yeah, and uh, the Nikon Z seven, right? Yeah, but it's interesting. There's there's very few normal cameras in the top eighteen. He's got a list, a list of eighteen. So it's the Sony A one, okay. Canon Z seven two. Funny, the Leica Q two Micro. Did you say Canon Z seven? Don't you mean Nikon? Nikon Nikon Z seven. Yes, yeah, so yep. Z seven. Yeah. Uh, the Leica Q2. Right. And that's it. Out of the top 18 photographic products rented, new products rented, only three were still cameras. Wow. Which is, yeah, I thought that was kind of symbolic in some ways. You know? Yeah. Is it that gear's cheap, cameras are reasonably priced, most of them, so people buy them? But stuff like the Canon, top-end Canons aren't there, the top, you know, other than the Sony's, it's only got the one in there. So Or the, yeah. the opposite... T- attack from you know that that still cameras are cheap enough so any everyone buys them is that maybe all the cinema cameras are so damned expensive that people would rather just rent them when they need them than actually invest yeah, the capital yeah yeah they're, they're saying that the canon uh, c70 took first place by a pretty wide margin so that's obviously doing so their cinema stuff's obviously doing really well yeah right Wow. Yeah, and that would obviously mean all the other stuff, like the lenses and et cetera, et cetera, yep. would conversely be doing really well as well. So Yeah, right. Yeah. So I thought I just thought it was interesting, yeah, yeah. that uh, there wasn't a lot of still stuff in there. Since 2005, Shutters Inc. has been a labour of love. But beyond the time required to produce it, there is also a financial commitment. If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. My mate Phil Bateman, uh, yeah. I love you, Phil Bateman from uh, Bravo Charlie, funnily enough, video company. Right. Uh, I saw, I read a post of his on Facebook today, and whilst I haven't got all the context, some of, the, some of what it was about I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, and then what's he talk about technology and the levels that things are going to? It's about the the Webb telescope, which I admittedly don't know a lot about. Um, but uh, what he's posted this is some quotes from obviously from a, from a YouTube video. So I haven't watched the video, but I've read the quotes. Uh, that Webb needed to be far away from Earth and needed to be very cold if it's going to work on in the infrared. Uh, so if you cool cool the whole telescope down near the temperature temperature of space then you can see out with incredible clarity over the first billion years of the universe. Wow. Which is pretty amazing, and with incredible clarity. Okay? So to get that really cold thing, this is what they did. So we're going to a point called the Earth-Sun L2 point. It's a million miles away from the Earth, 
on the opposite side of the Earth from the Sun. It's a place where the gravity of the Sun and the gravity of the Earth combine to make a relatively stable point that follows the Earth around the Sun every 365 days. Right. So if we go out there and we put up a sun shield, like a big umbrella, from that location we can block out the sun and the earth and moon all at the same time. So it'll be the first space telescope that's out there that doesn't have any light on it. Right. So what you so what you mean is the earth would be permanently eclipsing the sun from that exactly, position. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. And then it would have this big this big umbrella out there to blocking any sort of residual sort of spill. Wow. As well, and it's in a stable access point, a million miles from Earth. Wow! Just sitting out there, you know. Wow. So we've said we've said so many times in this podcast, what a what a time to be alive! What I know. A, what, a, what amazing technology, you know. We're not living on the moon like they promised in space, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, but you know that's still pretty darn epic. The stuff that we do have, we never imagined. Yeah. You know? um, that's crazy. I was saying this to my kids just the other day. So I can't believe what you'll have in your world when you're because i was talking about new apple's new um glasses they're working on okay i've seen these no so they're working on, so they're 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 going to be smart glasses right you know, that's the future um but uh it's all augmented reality stuff so you can be walking down the street yeah and let's say you've got your google maps going uh it would be apple maps of course uh it actually plots out like on a gps like the arrows down the street yeah. in front of you there you go yep. Or let's say you've got a wish list on Amazon.com, right? And let's say you've got a bunch of books on, on there. You walk into a bookstore, it recognises the titles up on the shelves and highlights them and points out this is on your wish list. Yeah, right. And stuff like that. Um, they say you will no longer need prescription glasses because these will self-adjust. Wow. For your eyes. So if you need both reading glasses and short, it, it will self-adjust. And there's a little slide on the on the on the arm that goes from you know clear glass to sunglasses just with wow. a slide. Yeah, I mean this is the stuff they're working on, and it is, and that's just just a bare minimum of all. The, it looks quite phenomenal, all in a roughly the same size as a normal pair of glasses. Yeah, right. And their design is pretty much like yeah, you know, yeah. Whether how much of that will come to fruition, who knows? But that's their plan for. The only, future tech. the only part of that I don't understand is if it's augmented reality, it means that you're seeing through the lenses Plus. at the world yeah. around you. Uh, so for the glass to be self-adapting, I don't quite understand how they're going to pull that off. But Me I, either. I trust that they have got smarter heads than you and I working on it, and therefore they probably will do it. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that last bit, but um, yeah, well, me and between between me and thee, mate, we've got we've got several we've got several brain cells, just a few, uh, and some of them we even use. That's right. Uh, so I reckon, uh, but yeah, I, I, who knows? But that's that's their goal, you know. So it, it's um, yeah. Obviously, if the glasses can darken by the slide, yep. there's something in the glasses that is controllable electronically. Yeah. Uh, to adjust for vision, but imagine we talk about you know, technologies that disrupt. You know, like the iPod disrupted the music industry, yep. uh, and the iPhone. Well, imagine how glasses like that will disrupt the billion-dollar empire, but mega-billion-dollar empire. People like Specsavers and such. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. You can only imagine that would also then maybe you go into hearing and all. Yeah, there's all these all these technologies that can be completely disrupted. Yeah, because glasses haven't really changed that much in the last yeah fifty years, realistically, have they? Not yeah. a lot. No. No, me. It's, it's all basically the same concept. Yeah. So, very cool. Very interesting. All right. Well, Paul sent us a few things. Uh, one was a Petapixel link to the story about NASA has managed to revive Hubble. I saw that. Which yeah. is pretty cool. It went into a bit of a state where it wasn't able to do something or other. And on Bruce, my it's, birthday... It's in space, mate. It's not, it's not in any state. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on my birthday, October the 25th, they took it offline uh, because they weren't getting reliable information back from it. And then sometime in November, they managed to re-establish communications with it and managed to get it back online. So that's pretty cool. No, it's, it was filming nothing but aliens, and they didn't want anyone to know. <laughs> <laughs> See, the Chinese uh, found a big square on the moon? No. So the Chinese lo- lunar rover that's on the dark side of the moon, it's been going yeah. for a couple of years... It's taking a photo of this uh, the, on the horizons. There's a big square. Okay. That stands out stands out above the rest of the sky. Now it's probably just a very badly pixelated rock. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's going to take it several. It's, I think it's 240 meters away, and it takes about three months to get there. <laughs> get right. There. <laughs> right. So we'll wait on tenter hooks for that. Yeah. Uh, right. That's good. I mean, Hubble's Hubble's coming towards the end of its life anyway. I guess they're putting that that other new. Um, Telescope up there. Um, yeah. Oh, no, so the Webb Tele- there we go, same article. Uh, the James Webb Space Telescope is the successor to Hubble. Right. The one we're just talking about. Look, how's that segue into well, Not segue, it's a different company. How's that uh, connect? <laughs> Funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the launch of that telescope has been, it was recently delayed and take place no earlier than December 2022. Sorry, December 22. Now, I don't know if that's December. 2022 or December 22nd because it doesn't say either, it just right. says 22. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, so it's intriguing. I hope it's not December 2022 because that would be disappointing. 12 months away. But, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> if it's December 22, yeah, it may have already happened depending on when you listen to this podcast. That's right. Uh, the next one again on Petapixel, uh, a story about Sharbat Gula, otherwise known as Steve McCurry's Afghan girl. Uh, has been given refuge in Italy after the oh. Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. And I, I haven't read the story, but I kind of wonder, how does she feel about her celebrity status because of that one image? You know, she must... I, I, I can only imagine that she would spend some of her time thinking, why am I singled out, you know, all because of the luck of you know, this photographer took my photo when I was 12 years old when so many of my countrymen who are in the same plight are basically forgotten by the rest of the world. Yeah. You know, that yeah. must be, I, I don't know, I think that would weigh on you. I, I feel like it would weigh on me if I was in that circumstance, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm you know, not. happy happy that she has been granted asylum in Italy, but, yeah, like... Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you kind of go? Why me? You know? Why? Why did I get to be special? Do you think? Well, yeah. I guess it depends on how many times it impacted you during your life. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you I'm know, so sure... If, but if after the photo was taken and nothing happened for 30 years, it wouldn't have affected her at all. Right. Yeah, did she know? What, what? Did she know she was on there? Did she know it was her? Did that have an impact as a 15-year-old kid? You know, that's a story we don't know. Yeah. Is did that did that have impact or did it only really? Because remember, it took McCurry had to go searching to try and find her. It was about yeah, twenty years, years before they identified her. Yeah, so there's twenty years where more than likely had no impact. Yeah, and they're of course the most formative years. Yeah, but then uh, the but then you know that brings you through to roughly two thousand and four because the image was taken in eighty four. Um, you know, so we're still looking at, you know, over 15 years since then. I'm sure it has had an impact on her life since then because I know Steve McCurry has, you know, spent money to try and help her, you know, in yeah. her life. Well, and... let's get her on the podcast and ask. <laughs> I'll leave that yeah. one up to you. I've done the others. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mate, first episode next year. There you go. All right. Yeah. Give you a couple of weeks. No worries. <laughs> Uh, next up, 1957 Leica MP camera sells for a staggering $1.34 million at auction. And Paul said, sign me up for two so I can use them as bookends. There you go. It's, um, it's, um, I don't understand why camera. people would pay that kind of money just for an old camera. To say they could? Yeah, I guess that's about it, isn't it? It's just saying that you can. The um, the thing is, have you seen that rice analogy uh, about Jeff Bezos's wealth? Uh, no. Where's a great big pile of rice about like fifteen foot high? Okay. And they grab like five grains of rice yep. and put it aside and say that's a Lamborghini. Yeah, right. And then they pull out like a handful of rice and they go, "It's a twenty million dollar mansion." Yeah. You know, when you've got a 15-foot pile of rice, yep. one grain of rice out of that to buy your $1.54 million <laughs> Leica, <laughs> the time it took us to actually hit buy, he's earned three times as much. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, that's, yeah, we don't understand wealth. Yeah. Only the poor worry about why someone would pay that much money. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But poor, I mean, like... Average folk like us, yeah. not poor. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty poor. I don't have an 86 inch TV. Yeah, yeah here's the thing: <laughs> Jeff could throw out. He could like get a knife and just kind of, just kind of shave a bit of one grain of rice. Yeah, and the bits that fall off the end of his knife would do me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that'd be fine. Rice shavings. And you take that. You take that into. You take it into the, your local TV store. Here's some rice shavings. Can I have that TV, please? Yeah, there you go. Not sure. But I got it from Jeff Bezos. It's rice. <laughs> Gotta be worth it. Yeah. Uh, next story is Bug Photographer of the Year under fire for drugging his subjects. So basically, this this guy who, who was awarded the Bug Photographer of the Year admitted that rather than kill the insects, he anaesthetizes them. Yeah. And... What's the problem? I, I guess some people have an issue with anaesthetizing the subjects. Well, they've got no idea how bug photography's worked for the last hundred years. <laughs> well, I guess... Most are either dead. Yeah. Or they put them in the freezer to slow them down. Right. 
Okay. You grab them in a box, in a, like a little lunch box or a nest or something, put them into a box, put them in a freezer to slow them right down, then stick them on something. Right. And take the photo. Oh, I found this bug. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Once again, people, it's like, how, how did people used to get me guaranteed to get those great shots of eagles picking up salmon? Yeah. Well, the catcher salmon shoved foam inside it so it couldn't sink, oh. throw it back out in the water and just focus on the salmon. Oh. And eventually... <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff going oh, on for wow. years. That's know? really bad. I just, I, just, I just find it strange that people would would find that, uh, would be in uproar about that, that's all. Right, okay. You know? Yeah, because I said to me, as far as I'm concerned, that's just like a, you know, a, a constant. Yeah. Since Ever since I've learned about you know, doing that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, not right. saying everyone does, and certainly not anymore, and the challenge is to do great stuff. But it's, not, but it's not unheard of. It's not, oh, my God, that's never happened before. How could this person do that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. So the, the, the uproar surprises me. And then Philip Johnson sent us a story via Facebook Messenger. Big Phil? Uh, yes. About nice. researchers shrink a high-res colour camera down to the size of a grain of salt. There we go. We've tied in the Bezos they, story. Do you know why they did that? Why did they do that? So they could get good photos of a grain of rice of, from Jez Bezos as well. <laughs> they needed it smaller to make the rice look big. Yeah, that's, that's it. The only, it's the only reason he paid for it. Yeah. yeah. What's What's interesting about this particular article on dpreview.com is looking at some of the images of other previous generations of this technology. And even as recently as 2018, and the jump in image quality over those three years from 2018 to 2021 is just staggering. Artificial eyes. Artificial eyes? Yep. What do you mean? Well, they'll they'll figure a way of putting into artificial eyes and put into humans who can't see. Oh, yeah. More than likely. Yeah. The, what, what, yeah think about what the, what the benefits of this sort of technology is, yeah. Yeah, ultra-light packet satellites or, or cameras to send into space to photograph stuff that weighs nothing so yeah. makes it accessible to yeah there's a there's a great amount of options for ultra light technology and not just put it into a phone and get the you know, iphone 27 <laughs> yeah. but um yeah yeah let's see yeah to replace the replace the human eye yeah yeah before apple get before apple get the glasses going <clears throat> but yeah there's, there's yeah. you can see a lot of a lot of lot of interesting stuff imagine imagine the um you could build a a tiny little submarine to go down the depths and depths. You don't, don't have all the expense of having to build this massive things to yeah, get equipment right. down there. Yeah, you can go down and shoot with something like that. Speaking of such, did you see at the bottom of the Marianas Trench the other day they found a frozen balloon? You know the helium what? balloons. No. There's so there's a picture at the bottom of the deepest part of the planet. Yeah, and there's frozen balloon it's not up it's deflated to see wow. it's not just floating there like 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 the the clown from it's holding it they all float it's not that um there's this deflated float frozen balloon and a white plastic bag oh. so mankind has reached its way to the depth. depths of the ocean how sad's that huh? that is very sad because uh, that did i mean that did uh, disappoint me somewhat yeah i mean totally. frozen of all things i mean um and the last thing i wanted to throw in this was just something i found just as a, we were getting ready to start recording and and this was not something i'd ever spent any time contemplating the earliest born 
individual ever captured on film? Yeah. Have a guess what year you think that person might have been born. Okay, let me have a think here. 1778. Not bad. 1746. Yeah. So I was going to go 1760s, then I jumped up for 10 years or so. so I was yeah. I'm back the other way. Yeah. So amazing, this, hey? this lady, Hannah Stilley, uh, was born in 1746 and she was photographed when she was nearly 100 years old, so around 1845 or 1846. And, yeah, photographic experts who did an extensive study on this subject believe Hannah was the earliest born individual to ever be captured on film. I just thought that was really interesting. It's more than that, Bruce. It's it's amazing. I'm just looking at the photo of her now. No, I mean, I'm serious. I'm not being sarcastic. That, that is remarkable. Yeah. A photograph of someone from the 17, who lived in the 1740s. I know. Is just mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Just mind-blowing. So cool. Well, she died in she died in 1840, so it was probably shot before then. Oh, okay. So she would have been in her mid-90s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a photograph after she's dead, which is not an uncommon. Yeah, that's true. But it was probably another 50 years later, 40 years later after that, before they said, you know, someone died, <laughs> stuck, stick him up <laughs> on, the, on the lounge chair. I heard someone, uh, I was talking about this about a week or so ago, and uh, someone was asked to do that recently. That right. a, a family member had died and they wanted one last portrait. Wow. So they stuck him up in a chair, they had a couple of hours, but stuck him up in a chair, put the rest of the family around him. Photographed it. Somebody's been watching Weekend at Bernie's. Crazy, isn't it? Right? <laughs> yeah, so so funny. But yeah, well, very cool. Yeah. Well, my friend, that brings well, us to the end. That is the end of the podcast and the end of another year. God. So we, that. we are going to take a break for a month. Yeah. And we'll be back mid-January. Mid-late. <laughs> Still school holidays. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know where I'm going to be. I might be away. So okay. it might be mid-late. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, it's... Oh, one other bit of exciting technology news this week, I okay. just remembered. Yeah. I bought a battery. You bought one? I bought an $1,100 battery. What does it do? Charges things. Right. <laughs> What's but it's, it's, for camp, it's for camping. Okay. Mind you, I didn't pay 1100 for because, you know, I'm, I'm a, I like to bargain hunt. Yeah. You know? And I got, I got a massive deal, and then there's 20% off and stacks, and then I sold something I didn't need. So it cost me all up about 200 bucks, which is what I was kind of willing to spend in the first place. Right. But now now I've got an app. I can log in with an app into my battery, yeah. which is super <laughs> important. Yeah. And I got solar panels for free recently as well. So now I'm charging my battery free of charge. Yeah. Oh, the, it's a circular world, but it runs, it runs my camping fridge. And all my camping lights and right. charges phones and laptops and stuff. And I can I can now run for like two weeks off grid wow. camping with uh, I've got well it's almost infinite because uh, it can I can uh, with if it's it'll recharge sunny day, off the yeah, as long as it's yeah. a sunny day yeah. Um, so does it have so an equivalent of say a milliamp hour rating? No, it wasn't in watt hours. It's five hundred and seventy six watt hours. Right. Which means if something runs one watt an hour, it's yep. five hundred and seventy-six hours. Yep. So, to give you an idea. My camping fridge, I ran that straight without charging for three and a half days. Wow. And then, and then, uh, but but if I but if I had my solar going, it would have been infinite run. Sort of yeah, thing, nice. Right? So, yeah, so EcoFlow is the brand. It's quite remarkable technology. It was a Kickstarter project. Yeah, right. That's now available on the market, and um, yeah, incredible technology. I mean, you can run your you can run your laptops in the field. 
You can run your LED light panels if you're shooting a light. You could run a smoke machine. Yeah. Yeah, any, anything. So, so for photographers, it's got a great a great use rather than actually having to carry a generator with you. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, so it's got lots lots of really cool... Yeah, obviously be able to charge. If you're big on drones and stuff like that, you can tr- charge all your drone batteries and stuff like that. So it's, so it's pretty cool. Nice. So EcoFlow, nice. E-C-O-Flow, if anyone's looking for that sort of technology. Beautiful. And once a Christmas present, that's not an 86-inch TV. <laughs> not that I'm bitter. Nice. So um, uh, next episode... Yep. Uh, I'll report about how good my new TV is. Excellent. <laughs> and how, how, and how single life is shaping up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome stuff. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for putting up with us on a bizarre year of not having a proper regular podcast, but we appreciate you. Absolutely. And I will echo those sentiments and say thank you to everybody for your continued support of the podcast. It is much appreciated. All right, Merry Christmas, have a happy new year, and we will talk to you in the new year. Good stuff, mate. See you, mate. Lovely talking to you. Bye. See ya. You've been listening to Shutters Inc. For questions, comments, and feedback, email theboys at shuttersincpodcast.com. 